Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, ito po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast mula sa Quezon City. Kasama po natin si Attorney Ted Te, former Supreme Court spokesperson, now back teaching at the law schools of UP, Ateneo, and De La Salle University. And this is Te Talks, where Ted Te talks on all things law and government. This episode is a quick crash course on basic legal terms we often read in the headlines or hear about in the news. What are my basic rights if I am arrested? And how does a person of interest become a suspect? How does a suspect become a convict? Indicted. What does indicted mean? Okay, indictment is not usually a word that we use here in the Philippines. We just use the word charge or file an information. Indictment is an old English term the Americans use and the English use in their system. It is basically a charge. It is basically telling someone, you have committed a wrongdoing. Wait a minute. Uh, Rewind. Yes. What do you mean that is a word we don't actually use here? You it does mean not it? appear in the rules of court. We don't say indictment. Then we only see it on media? It is a journalistic term. It is not a legal term per se. But of course, lawyers understand what it means. Yes. Lawyers understand it to mean someone is charged with a crime. But that's funny. I imagine mm. a lot of journalists throwing in the term indictment because it sounds more legalistic. Yes. It not only sounds more legalistic, it sounds stronger than telling you you're charged with something. Okay. So he has been indicted. It's a stronger word, okay. but it's basically a journalistic it's basically term. Yes, oh, okay. it's basically charged. Now, let, charged there, are, there are levels to being charged mm. as well. There is, well, journalistically, mm. there's rumored, okay. which is, let's say, mm-hmm. same as alleged, mm-hmm. supposed, mm-hmm. and so on. And then there is accused. Mm-hmm. Uh, are any of these terms legal? Uh, I mean, between yeah. uh, between accused, for example, and indicted, mm. is there or, or charged? What's the difference? Okay, a person is charged and becomes an accused when a complaint reaches the court, because if it's a criminal case, the wrong party, the injured party, files something before the prosecutor's office. The prosecutor will then investigate. They call that preliminary investigation. At that point, there's no accused yet. The person who is sought to be made liable is called the respondent. So he basically responds to the complaint. And so once that complaint is found to contain prima facie, and prima facie simply means on the face of this document, I think there is a crime committed by this respondent. The prosecutor then files the information, information capital I, information with the court, and tells the court, I am now charging this person. That's the part where media usually says indicted, okay? I am charging this person with this crime. 
and the court it's now the prosecutor accusing it's not just yes by it is the prosecutor now accusing okay. on behalf of this private complainant mm -hmm. because every criminal case in the country is filed in the name of the people by the prosecutor. Okay, so yung mm. kapit by ko, hinabla ko for whatever reason, mm. at the level that he brings me to the barangay or the, or the mm. police, I am a what? I am a... You are a respondent. Kung, a respondent. kung criminal, ah, you are a respondent, a respondent. at that time. So ah. It depends. The suspect is someone who the police have a basis to think would be involved. Okay. No? Police pa lang yun. Police pa lang yun. Iba, iba yung suspect dun sa subject of the investigation. Kasi subject of the investigation, sampung tao ang nasa, nasa area. Yung tinatanong nila sampung tao, hindi pa suspect yan. Now we have a new term for that. Uh, persons of interest. Persons of interest. That's right. So, biglang magiging dalawa. Sabi niya, itong dalawa, mukhang ito talaga yung gumawa. Yung dalawa ngayon yung suspect. May, ano yun, may implikasyon yun. Because if you now become a suspect, officially, you need to be told you have the right to counsel. Anything that will be asked of you will automatically incriminate you if you answer. Okay, ito na yung... Ito na yung you have the, in, uh, this yeah. is the Miranda rights. Yes, uh, which were adopted here. Yung Miranda rights dito, do we call it Miranda no, rights? No, we don't. What do we call it? Uh, collectively, they are called the right to counsel. The right to counsel. Yes. But it's a word-for-word -word translation? Well, not directly. Our formulation of the Miranda rights is, in fact, more expansive than the U.S. First, it is a constitutional right here in the Philippines. In the U.S., it's not. It is simply judge-made, meaning it is the Supreme Court of the U.S. that created those set of rights. In the Philippines, there are basically four rights. First, you have the right to be told of certain rights. The second one is the right to remain silent. The third right is the right to counsel, which is supposed to be competent, independent, and preferably of choice. Wala sa Miranda rights yan. Wala sa kaso yan. Fourth is the right to be given a counsel free of charge if you cannot afford one. There's a sub-right to that. No? Ang tawag ko sub-right kasi it flows out of that last right. The rights cannot be waived except in writing and in the presence of a counsel. In 2017, the Philippine National Police Human Rights Affairs Office launched a mobile app called Know Your Rights. The app gives the public a copy of the Miranda Warning Pocket Card and anti-torture reminders. The app also offers the right to counsel in nine local languages, including Ilocano, Cebuano, and Waray. It offers an audio recording of the Miranda Warning in Chinese, Korean, Japanese, and Taiwanese. And if you are curious to hear it, this is what the right to counsel sounds like in different languages. Dinadakip ka sa krimen na? May karapatan kang hindi magsalita. Ano mang sabihin mo ay maaaring gamitin laban sa iyo sa lahat ng korte sa Pilipinas. May karapatan kang pumili ng sarili mong abogadong may kakayahan. Pwede ikaan magpili. Kung di mo kaya magbayad ni abogado ang gobyerno ang matawag. Ang mo hatag niini nga libre para mutabang kanimo. Nasabtan ba nimo kining maong mga katungod? So U.S. yung Miranda, right to remain silent, but there is a phrase there that they use that is not adapted here. Anything you say can and will be used against you. Yun ang wala sa atin. Sa U.S., yung warning very specific. Pag nagsalita ka, ibig sabihin you give up the right to remain silent, lahat ng pwede mong sabihin, 
pwede namin gamitin for whatever we think is useful for us. So, pwede gamitin laban sa'yo. That's the difference. But in essence, it's the same. Okay, same anyway, thing. let's right. recap. We're mm-hmm. talking about Miranda rights because we're trying to understand how I eventually become a defendant. Right, diba? an accused. So, so, I am a... So, pinagbintangan ako. Pinagbintangan ka. I am a... At that point, if it's before the I prosecutor, you are a respondent. If it gets to the court, you're now an accused. Okay, hindi. Sa okay. police pa lang. Bago oh, sa, police. sa police, I am, uh, I am, I can go from a person of interest to, to a suspect. To a suspect. Right, to a suspect. Then, yung police nga pupunta sa fiscal. Fiscal mm. yung tinatawag natin na prosecutor. It's oh, one and the same. Prosecutor na ngayon. Ayaw nila lang fiscal. Oh, but uh, again, another yeah. thing, another term that you see very often in media, mm. that's not the legal term anymore. But It, it is, yes. Uh, it's no longer the legal term. Uh, but essentially, when you hear public prosecutor, yan ang fiscal. Yan ang fiscal. Okay, that, yung fiscal ngayon, that is not yet the courts. No. They will talk to the police or the barangay captains or whoever, and then they will ask, eh, ano bang basihan nyo para pagbintangan itong tao mm. to? Diba? And then at that point, sabihin ng fiscal, eh, tama naman pala eh. Mm. Sige, pumunta na kayo sa korte. No, yung, yung prosecutor ang pupunta sa korte. Okay. Siya ang magpa-file. Uh, during the preliminary investigation, the, the respondent, is given an opportunity to contest, to you know, to give his or her side. So, under oath lahat yung statements, then the prosecutor says, okay, mukhang may basihan. Mukhang dapat umabot sa korte to. Ito yung isasampa kong kaso. So, magpa-file siya ng information. No? Again, capital I, that's, what it, uh, that's, the, that's the document that contains the charge. So, it gets to the court. The court now says, okay, here's an information, here's the resolution of the f- prosecutor. The resolution is the document that explains why this person or persons are being charged. The question before the judge is, do I issue a warrant of arrest? If the judge agrees that there is a basis to charge this person and therefore this person should now be arrested so that trial can start, he will issue a warrant. If he disagrees, walang basihan. Right there and then, tapos na. Dismiss ang kaso. Ganun yun. So, when the judge issues a warrant, that's the judge basically saying, on the face of this document, even without hearing testimony, mukhang may basihan na i-trial natin to. Ito na yung huwes sinasabi na, sinabi to ng fiscal, hmm. sinabi to ng prosecutor, interesting. Sige, patawag mo yun dahil Mukha, gusto ko rin, mukhang gusto pwede. Ko rin, gusto kong marinig uh, to. Mukhang may kaso. But, note that it's not yet a judgment. He's not saying, the person is guilty because there's a presumption of innocence. He's just saying it looks like there is a basis for the trial to proceed. Ito na yung tinatawag na probable cause. At every step there is. Cause is determined at the level of the prosecutor or at the level of Both. the judge? There are oh. two levels. The first level of probable cause, the prosecutor says, there's probable cause to charge. The court then says, okay, there's probable cause to issue a warrant. Yun yung dalawang level. But in both instances, yung probable cause, pareho lang ang hinahanap nila. Okay. May basihan ba batay dito sa dokumento? Wala pang ebidensyang pinapakita? Wala pang hearing? Dokumento lang. May laman ba to? Wala. So you go from suspect, suspect to respond at the level of the prosecutor, prosecutor to accused. And then you become accused. In court. Okay. Yes. When you are the accused, is that the same as being the defendant? Well, the defendant is the one in civil cases. So, pag civil case, defendant ang gamit kasi hindi accused. But that's basically the same thing. Hmm. Except that hindi, walang crime na involved in a civil case. So, uh, 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 that's why defendant. kasi is a defendant sa civil case, kalaban ko. Di ba? Hindi, hindi ko pinagbibintangan ng krimen. 
Pero sa may tunggali kami, hmm. siya ang katapat ko. Yes. Diretso siya, walang prosecutor involved. Si A, gusto niyang sampahan ng kaso si B. May utang si B sa kanya. Hindi niya kailangan dumaan ng prosecutor dahil hindi naman crime. Sabi niya, may kontrata kami, hindi na binayaran, hindi na tinupad. Ididemanda ko siya. Si B ngayon, defendant. Pero pag halimbawa, sinasabi niya, yung pagkukulang ni B ay estafa. Merong pandaraya. Kriminal yun. Hindi na pwedeng diretso yung si B. Kailangan siyang dumat sa prosecutor. And the prosecutor will then file a case. Whether it's estafa or whatever. That's so the you're now an accused at mm. the level of the court. court. And then if you are found guilty, you are... Then uh, you become the convict. You are now a convict. Yes. You don't have to wait until, as we always say, Uh, final and executory at the level of the Supreme Court to, to be upon you. The moment that there is a judgment of conviction, then the term now becomes convict. Mm-hmm. Of course, so that's subject to appeal if it is still available all the way up to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Once the Supreme Court affirms the judgment of the trial court of conviction, then you know, final and executory. But if it gets to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court eventually says something was wrong in the process mm-hmm. here, rights were violated, And therefore, we are throwing this uh, out. Mm. And so you're a free man or a free woman. Mm. But were you ever a convict or were you technically never a convict? Well, because the Supreme Court is the final uh, arbiter. No? When the Supreme Court says, we will acquit you, so we will reverse the trial court, technically, that should retroact to you. So, hindi ka naging convict. Although, for a time, of course, during the appeal, posibleng nakakulong ka, kasi convicted ka, kung walang bail na ginan sa'yo, so ganun ang sitwasyon. Pero pag sinabi ng Supreme Court, dapat acquitted ka, for all intents and purposes, hindi ka talaga guilty. Kasi the presumption of innocence is now upheld, and that should retroact to you. Pero ano yan eh, ang tawag dyan, legal fiction, di ba? Kasi, siyempre, may time na nag-exist na may judgment against okay. you. Okay, now, we get to finally to this final point. If you're acquitted, mm-hmm. were you not guilty? Ah, depends. Diba? Kasi under the rules of court, depende kung ano yung reason na acquittal. There is a rule where the court needs to say that the acquittal is due to failure to prove the guilt beyond a reasonable doubt or where the acquittal is really due to the absence of proof. Meaning, he is really factually not guilty. Pag sinabi niyang factually not guilty, yun yung finding ng court na talagang hindi mo ginawa. Yung sa isa, failure to prove, ibig lang sabihin, nangkulang yung prosecution. Posibleng guilty ka, pero hindi napatunayan. Mataas kasi yung bar, mataas yung evidence that is required no, para ma-prove yung guilt ng akusado. Dapat lang talaga kasi krimen na pinag-uusapan. So it's proved beyond reasonable doubt. Now, although once that happens, whether acquitted because there is no proof beyond reasonable doubt or acquitted because really innocent, hindi na pwede mag-appeal ang gobyerno, ang estado. No, so, that is it. But journalistically, can we interchange the terms? Acquittal? Journalistically, you can exchange the terms because it is really an acquittal. It really only spells a difference in terms of civil liability. So, for example, the court might say, there really is no proof beyond reasonable doubt of this crime, but the basis for the crime actually exists. Nagnakaw di umano itong akusado, hindi na patunayan na nagnakaw siya beyond a reasonable doubt. Mukhang may, miss, may duda ako na parang hindi siya. Pero napatunayan yung pagnanakaw. Napatunayan, napunta sa kanya yung pera, no? pero hindi siya ang nagnakaw. 
Pusibleng may civil liability siya doon. Ipapabalik yung pera, bayaran niya yung, yung danyos, pero hindi siya, hindi siya guilty. And this is how uh, can be a point of uh, conciliation and, and we're asking this obviously in light of recent cases. The case, for yes. example, of uh, uh, Bong Revilla, yes, who was acquitted no? As, acquitted yes. on the charge of plunder. Right. But the court is saying, but you have to pay. Magbalik ka na pera. That, that is essentially it. When the court wants to say that there should be no civil liability, the court should declare it. Under the rules of court, it, it should say, we acquit the accused and the basis from which the civil liability might arise does not exist. Meaning, wala talaga basihan. Innocente talaga. Pero kung hindi sinabi ng korte yon. As in the case of Bong Revilla, it was totally quiet. Acquitted siya, pero may express pronouncement na may civil liability siya. No? Although I think that that's what they're trying to clarify now. But on the face of the decision, the court is saying may civil liability. So while hindi na patunayan yung guilt niya beyond a reasonable doubt because of the presumption of innocence that was held in his favor, the civil liability, the court is saying ibang bagay yan. Mukhang may ebidensya na mukhang may pera na involved at ibalik mo yung pera. Kahit na hindi kita kinoconvict, pero mukhang may basihan dun sa civil liability. That's what the court is saying in its decision. Maraming salamat, Attorney Ted Te. Huwag kalimutan mag-subscribe sa Puma Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to Ted Talks on Puma Podcast. Just search for us on Spotify, Anchor, and Stitcher. Ako po si Robbie Alampay. This episode was produced by Katrina Ventura and edited by Nico Bolante. Maraming salamat po. Thanks for listening. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 